My name is Logan Draper, and this is Modern Mad Men, episode number 83. And today, Jared and I talked about the five ways you can provide better customer service online. Um, and we did get into that pretty quick. We were a little more diligent early, and we definitely ended the podcast with some of the best content we've ever created. And we talked about um, a new cookbook that I'm going to be releasing in the next 15 years on paninis and my passion for paninis and kind of got into some really dark web stuff on how you can find out more about you know my my hidden panini presence um no that one uh, but we love it if you would take a few seconds to hit subscribe give us some feedback so let's go just some old heads from out of space like we come from a whole other time and place mad men mad mad men what's up man what up dude how you doing i'm pretty good are you i feel like i just knocked out a bunch of stuff I feel like it's been a productive day. Yeah. It was kind of a uh, a different weekend. It was a weekend that you and I probably would have had when we were 13. Yeah. It was it was a great weekend though. It was a great weekend. Fantastic. One of one of the greatest weekends ever. It was a weird one. We played uh for Aaron Rask's during the baby shower, we went and played we went and bowled. Mm-hmm. And I haven't bowled in forever. But you, you played pretty well. I mean, I, I think we said this like 10 times while we were playing, but I've never been with a group that everybody bowled over 100. I know. That's a, I, that that's might be over. That might be the first time in a while. And by a while, I mean like 10 years that I bowled over 100. It's also probably the first time since high school that I've, that I've bowled. Yeah, I haven't bowled in forever. I came out and tried to do the spin. And like as soon as I did, I was like, nah, this isn't, I'm just going to bowl as hard as I can. Tripped every tendon in your arm. Wasn't great. Yeah. No control, gutter ball, and then locked in. You might be on the Tommy John surgery watch now. I might be. I was feeling pretty fresh whenever Phil was beating me going into the 10th frame. And I had to, I went strike, strike, nine. Yeah. To like, beat him by one. That's like right when I got there. It's a pretty clutch moment. That was pretty clutch. But, and then, so bold, that was fun. And then on Sunday to determine our fantasy football draft order and our league, the winner gets to pick uh, what event we do to determine the order. And last year's champion was Jared. So Jared selected. I selected that we go play some putt-putt. Play putt-putt. Play some, like, there were seven grown men out there playing putt-putt. Competitively. Arguing about the rules to putt-putt before yeah. it started. A couple people got a little loud. Little on loud. the course. Little there's, luckily, there's only like probably two other groups playing. Yeah. But one of them was directly behind us. Yeah. So they, they, they had probably, to skip us. They, they had pro- kids and they had to skip us. Yeah. And they were just having a deal <laughs> with members of our group yelling at the top of their lungs while playing putt-putt. Competitively. Competitively. Very competitively. That was fun, though. It was fun. It was kind of nice to get back out there. I feel like you're just setting this all up to say no, no, to, no, to bring no, up no, that you no. won that, too. Here's the thing. Here's the frustrating part. Who won? You did. Who lost? You did. Yep. <laughs> you didn't do like any thinking beforehand. Nope. But listen, even if I knew it affected me, I can't lose. You can lose. No, I can lose. I'm just saying, let me rephrase that. I cannot go into something trying to lose. We should have tied, but I got kind of, I kind of got gypped on the last hole. It wasn't great. I lost two strokes on you on the last hole because I got, I got a little bit gypped. It I, might, I might have hit the ball slightly hard. To where it bounced out of the it's the last hole is obviously the one where it like you hit between the slots and then you're you can't retrieve your ball. Yeah, your ball's gone. Um, but I hit it between the slot, the two slot, and it went into the slot and then bounced back out somehow. 
So I ended up having to shoot again, and I got a three, so I got a four total. Yeah, and I got a two. And you got a two, and yeah. you beat me by two strokes. two strokes. Yeah, wasn't great. It Which wasn't I, great. I don't think that would have... Wouldn't have changed anything, because I still would have beat you based I think, on Yeah, stuff. I think it was actually better off that I that you did beat me. I could I could I could have dropped two more places and it would have been like the ideal position for me, but I'm I'm pretty good with where I ended up. Yeah, I won, which means I have the first pick in the whole draft. But we do a keeper league, so if you keep your first three, keep three people, then you miss your first three picks. So I kept three people, unfortunately, and then the way that the draft snakes back, I'll actually have the last pick. Yeah, in the fourth round, so not great. Not you know what? I still won, and it felt good. You need to try and, and dump a player for a draft pick before the season starts. No, man, I'm happy. Which I got the best player. I guess it won't be open because our draft is this Friday. I know. I'm kind of excited. And I'm the only person in America who rode out Le'Veon Bell last year. Yep. And then traded Le'Veon late, right before the trade deadline, to get Melvin Gordon, who is now holding out this year. <laughs> it's like everybody's holding out this year. Not great. So, But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'll be fine. But it's fun, man. It was fun to kind of play those games. And um, it's funny is that it's both. I guess bowling's not childish, but putt putt kind of feels childish. And neither one felt childish to me. Putt putt doesn't feel as childish to me anymore since Holy Moly came out. Oh, that's true. And there's like those those grown people that apparently I don't know if they're like in professional putt putt leagues or what. It sounds like some of them are. Hmm. That's also, uh, there's also just a great show. I don't know if they're selling that or if these people aren't, but I think they really are in professional putt-putt leagues. That's what it sounds like. Also, does Steph Curry always make it or does he get to re-hit? I don't know if that's an edit or... He always, he always makes, makes it. it. I did see him hit one and it like bounced off the, the back wall, like pretty close to the hole, and then it bounced all the way to the other side. I saw that one. So he didn't really help the person out that that much. Yeah, it's uh, that's a great show, though. I would like to find a course like that. It would be a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. But I think anything that you can compete in is fun. And the weekend before that, we played Harmon Derby. It's just been a great couple weekends. It has been. We got one more. We got one more baby shower this weekend. This weekend? Yeah. We got to figure out what Braden wants to do. Gosh dang. What, what have we not hit up yet? Casino. Casino. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. He might want to go to GNR. Oh. I want to go maybe smoke some cigars and hang okay. out if they're open. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. These baby showers are fine when you don't have to go to them. I know. I'm okay with it. Yeah. So it's been fun, man. Just kind of chilling and doing some. Uh, I would, yeah, I wouldn't call it childish. No, it's not the least bit childish. No, it's just grown men competing. Yeah, yeah, it's healthy. Yeah, that's good. I was, good. Um, I did get uh, to the place early, and I had to go to the bathroom really bad. To the pup pup place. Yeah, and I waited till someone got there to go in with them, just in case. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy roaming around by myself. Just also, milling around. We also had a member in our group that brought his own putter yeah. to play. <laughs> he was also the guy that showed up on time or early. Okay. So that uh, I got there 15 minutes early. You trying to get a practice round in or no, what? No, no. It was just timing of having to move some boxes. That's why you stuff. won. You played three rounds where everybody else got there. You know what? It worked. It did work. It worked. And then it actually didn't work because yeah. now I have the worst pick. But it's all good. It's all good. I heard you doing an edit today. Mm-hmm. Put out some clips for us. Yeah. Trying to make me look bad. I'm not trying to make you look bad. I'm just, I'm not like editing what you said at all. I'm not taking it out of context. Well, I'm just pulling clips out and then stacking them next to each other. <laughs> I think it's going to be good for you. Maybe. To hear it. <laughs> Is this you like uh, deep down? So the, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a uh, a few different 
ones. Some of them are going to be, most of them will be like actually productive ones. We're talking about good stuff. But I had like four funniest ideas. And one of them is just all the time, pulling out all the times that you're like setting up compliments for yourself. <laughs> one of them's like all the times you're roasting me. Um, another one is all the times that we talk about um, like us being Bush League doing this, which there was a, a lot of those for some reason really? in one episode so far. Like when my elastic pops off my mic and then I think you got like a notification on your phone one time. Did you time. hear that? Yeah. Just got a notification. There's, an, there's another one I can Bush pull. League. Yep. Bush League. I forgot what the other one was. Well, I just want you to know that you putting that clip out, I'm going to continue to roast you. Well, should. I'm, I'm knowing, just being me. Knowing that, you got you to gotta get better at it. I'm just being me. Because now you know they're going to get pulled out. Uh, just being me. Okay. I don't think about it. I don't come into, like, I'm putting notes down to roast Jared. You walk into it. You probably should because they've been pretty terrible so far. <laughs> Are you just skipping all the good ones? No, I'm, I'm pulling them all out. Man, that's I'm probably not, not going to be biased. It's going to be a two-hour clip. It might be. Might not be great. Yeah. That's all right. You got anything uh, good going on right now? Just baby stuff. Almost there. People are probably sick of me talking about that, but yeah, we're almost there. We are almost there. They better not be sick of it. Emily and I are guessing like next week or the week after that. Oh, dude. that's That just got me... Real amp, yeah. That's it's getting close. it's getting super real. When we when we left the uh, doctor, which I don't know, this could have just we're probably just looking too much into this. She probably says this to like everybody. But when we we're leaving, she's like, "See you next week," because we have appointments every single week now. And she's like, "See you next week, if not before that." It's like, oh shoot, it probably just looked way too much into that. She probably says that to everybody. She's she's actually been saying that to y'all from the beginning. You just yeah. never noticed it. Yeah, yeah. We um, didn't know. We didn't get that. You didn't? No, man. We have the exact opposite story of this last month than y'all. It's kind of one of those yeah. things. Is like, well, this baby may not, may have two more months. Yeah. So this is a good problem. I guess it's not a problem. This is a good thing. Yeah. I think uh, as long as Emily's good, it's all good. I think Emily's ready for him to be out of her. <laughs> I'm sure. So I'm sure she's gonna. Y'all are gonna have this baby, and then a cold front's gonna come in, and it's just gonna be cool outside. Probably. She's gonna be like, what? It, luckily, it hasn't been like a terrible summer yeah, there, there, this week's tough this, this week has been probably the toughest week but there hasn't been like any just unbearably hot days yet this week's been the worst because it's been hot and a little bit muggy yeah but it's been it's felt like somewhat of a mild summer yeah so far i still like to gripe about it yeah around emily <laughs> and Paige. i feel like that's when i do all my griping and taylor is, is around emily Oh, oh, my sh- back is killing oh, me. She's just sitting over there 37 <laughs> weeks pregnant. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. I'm excited. Yeah. You want to get into this? Yeah. This is, a, this is a serious episode, man. So Real serious. No fun. We uh, Okay, what we're going to talk about today is we're gonna, we made a list of the top five um, better ways to provide Bush League. Turn your notifications off. That wasn't me. That was, no, it wasn't me. Oh, maybe it wasn't. It me. was you. There we go. Um, the better ways to provide customer service online. Mm-hmm. Five best ways. I put on my note right here. It says better customer service online. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because you can provide customer service. Five offline. ways to provide better customer service online. Online. Yeah. Is that right? That makes total sense. Okay. Good. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Or me too. I'll go first. I'll let you get mine out of the way. Are we, gonna pop- do- we popcorn in yeah, it? Yeah, we're popcorn. Okay. Also, put this list together. 
uh, two minutes before we started this podcast. So if some of these don't make sense, I apologize. I'll call you out. All right. So number one is make it easy to find answers, whether it's about location, menu, services, prices. Just make it easy. Don't make people dig around. And along with that, make your website user-friendly. Don't make it super hard to navigate. Just make everything clear so people don't have to dig around for hours trying to find yep. <clears throat> answers to simple questions. Yep. Especially like your location. Yep. People can't find your location just by Googling you. You need to, you need to fix that. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's a great one because it's on my list as well. Okay. So we're going to probably have a list, I think. Instead of having 10, we're going to have five. So I think we're going to overlap on a lot of these. That might be the only one but that I'll, we overlap on. That's the only one I was pretty confident we're overlapping on. Well, I think that's a good one. I put better website copy, and I put don't sell. Like A lot of people write their website copy or create their content around the sell, which sounds good. But to the consumer, they have to filter through a lot of that minutia. Okay, I, I do have one that goes along with that too. Sorry. You're good. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. So Google, Facebook, and then website, like trying to not sell, but actually help people. Yeah. And they get the answers. Can they get them fast? If they ask a question and then that's it, going to really change too, with how that's built with how Alexa, um, turn off Alexa, um, how she, uh, sorry, man, this is a bush league podcast. Um, yeah, help people. So Alexa yeah. will start getting all that information. Yeah. And we, and we talked, we talked about, I think it was two podcasts ago, episode 81, 80 or 81, about the, like when we were talking about automation and stuff, like simple ways to like automate like your Facebook messaging to give people like common answers to common questions they ask. Yeah. Why don't you not dig into my list, my man? Oh, shoot. Sorry. Okay. Well, that was, that had to go with mine though. Cause I mean, I, I said mine was make it easy to find answers. So that's okay, part yeah, of it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So I, I just wasn't finished with mine. Okay. I'll cut but, you off. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I accept your apology. All right. We're, I think we're on agreement on that. And yeah. I think, side note, I do think people struggle when they think of customer service. They think of it always one way. But sometimes customer service doesn't actually have to involve a human. It's just actually providing a better experience for somebody. Yeah. And that does that. So, yeah. What's your next one? My next one is, which you might not agree with this, um, allow people to buy slash orders to slash set up appointments online. I just always enjoy if I'm like looking to purchase something from somebody or like order food, I enjoy being able to do it like sh like as I'm looking at their menu online or from their app or whatever. So I always like it's probably that's probably more of a like convenience that might be more of a convenience thing and not a customer service thing, but I put it on my list. Yeah, no, and I'm gonna go because it's mine. I have the same one almost. It's very similar. And I have um, like utilizing cookies and stuff. So I put the same, some of that same stuff, but also like even small things like remembering someone's login. If you have like a login, like if you have a shop or you have some, some way for someone to log in to your website, having it set up where it actually can remember the person's login. Mm -hmm. And so whether it be like a shopping cart reminder or whatever, I think any way you can make it where it's less clicks for somebody, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. So I agree with that. I just, and this is just me personally, I just hate when I find something that I want to buy. And I know everybody's like, isn't set up for e-commerce or not all restaurants. Uh, they might not have the ability to like do online orders, but like some of my, like I will 
pick a restaurant if I can go to their app and order straight from there. Agree. So and now it's getting to the point where you don't have to. You can utilize things like Postmates or mm-hmm. um, whatever some of the local ones are yeah. to actually um, order food. Yeah. And so having that stuff set up is great. And I think uh, I mean even for us, like we don't have it that way, but there's ways people can schedule consultations online through our website. For me personally, people can actually go through my email signature and book me, mm-hmm. which I think is convenient for people because then yeah. you don't have to have that boring, annoying back and forth of like, hey, can you meet Tuesday at 10? It's like, no, I got something. What about Wednesday at 4? Like, nope. And yeah. So they can just pick. It works for both of us. Yeah. <clears throat> did you just do one too? Yeah, I did the okay. uh, person, oh, personalizing right. it. All right. My third one is um, be present to offer support. So anytime... Um, somebody has a question, whether it's through a Facebook message, an email, um, be there promptly to offer support. And I had a pretty bad experience with this. I know you have too, with a certain, uh, platform that we use every single day. Um, but they have like the worst support ever. Yeah, they do. Like you can't chat. You can't, I don't think there's a phone number to call you. Like it's just all through basically email. Yeah. They call it support inbox. Oh, I just gave away who it was. Um, a lot of people call it that. They do have a chat. Oh, it they just do? Takes, it takes oh, yeah. six well, or seven you, days you can't to find, find it. it. And we've been there. I don't think I can even find it anymore because you sent me the link where the chat button was on yours. It wasn't on mine. Yeah, that's right. And it wasn't on mine. That's a nightmare. But then they, like, it wasn't like a, like a long messages, like long messages back and forth. I think that we had like 17 total messages back and forth over the span of like two weeks. But, they closed the their the support ticket by saying, "I'm sorry, you're having trouble using Facebook. If you need anything else, and they sent me like a link to like their support pages. No, which I, I know how to use Facebook. Also, side note, we spend tens, yeah, of thousands of dollars a month. Yeah, I want to be able to talk to somebody. They they like never gave me an answer." that I didn't already know either. They yeah. kept like, all right, you need to add yourself to business manager. And then I would like send them a screenshot of myself yep. that showed admin rights to business manager. And then, yeah, there's just a picture of you actually sending a message of you. Yeah. Like an actual selfie. Yeah. It's like, Hey, I'm here. Yeah. It's like, but yeah. also they was, are, they are in a minority because you, you have to like advertising wise, you got to use them, but mm-hmm. not every business can have that privilege. Yeah. Like you don't have the ability to just say, ah, we're not going to focus on this. Yeah. What was that? What'd you title? What was that one? It was, I don't um, like it. Be present to offer support. Also, yep. It was I would send them something and they would follow up. Then, like it would be a whole day, maybe two days before I got a, a response. Yep. And, th- and this was like seventeen messages long. So yeah, and we need like, answers now. That's like yeah, that's like seventeen days worth of. I guess what I guess they sent me eight of those messages, like just eight days of waiting for them to message me back. No, that's not good. Yeah. Well, my third one goes straight into that and it's more ways to contact you. <laughs> I'm getting to the point where I don't love it when I go to a website and I've, we've heard this from a lot of people and they just have that contact form. Again, it's great. You don't know where it goes or who you're talking to. And a lot of times that's a slow response time. And so um, I found this stat that said nine and 10 Customers expect multiple contact channels. It's like they don't want it. They want to be able to pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. Want to be able to email somebody. A chat box is nice. Social media platforms, like having multiple avenues in which someone can contact you, not funneling them in. I remember 
um, Hootsuite for a while. I think they've changed it. But the only way uh, to deal with our customer service team was you tweeted them. And I hated it. Yeah. Also, I don't want everyone to know at that point, I, I was pretty early in it, and I didn't want everyone to know that we were using Hootsuite. Yeah. And so there was really, it was difficult to do that, and I don't like that. So I think having multiple ways that someone can contact you, multiple people that can help with that. Yep. I, I like absolutely love chat boxes now. I do too. I, f- I feel like they're the most efficient thing too. And I forgot, I forgot who I was chatting with the other day through a chat box, but they were phenomenal. I forgot who it was. It's a, it is it is generally the best. You feel connected and it's fast. Yeah, and you can do it while doing other things. Yep. So I agree. My next one is you've kind of already mentioned this, but refrain from being pushy with sales, whether it's through emails social content, website content, whatever it is. You don't just be pushy. Yeah. I, know, I know you have a contact contact list and that might make it feel like you have thousands of people that you can just sell on the spot because you have their information. But they no. probably aren't going to enjoy getting a sales email every one or two days. No. I hate it. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the complete worst. And especially when you're not wanting to be sold, mm-hmm. there's nothing worse than down, like going and doing something or checking someone's website out and then, or even signing up for one thing. And then next thing you know, you're getting sold everything. Yep. And it's a, it's a big turnoff and it floods my inbox and I don't want to buy from you anymore. Yep. Exactly. That's, that's about all that needs to be said for that one. Yeah. I could grab that the rest of the day. My fourth one is <clears throat> faster follow-up. Like quickly responding to whatever channels you've created, respond to stuff. And I think that people need to now, if you have not thought about this, you need to think about it right now in this moment. For the last however many years, you have hired somebody to sit at the front desk and answer the phones for you. And I don't think that's going away yet, but you absolutely need to have somebody who has the same care for your Facebook messages for your website contacts, for everything. Especially if you're in a customer-centric like business. If someone sends you a message or leaves a review, like fast, timely responses quick, because people move on. If you're asking a question, a lot of times it's like an hour before the event or whatever, and it's like, hey, um, what time do y'all open? And I know that for a lot of people, like those are dumb questions. Automated bots can help with that. But when someone has like a, a problem, um, I was. I actually saw a review the other day. I will not say the name of the business, but somebody um, was making a big purchase. See how big I can get. Making a big purchase, and then in the meantime of making that purchase, they had to wait four hours to finalize the purchase of a vehicle. <laughs> and I thought this was done very well. The person left a great a great review for how great the salesman was of this vehicle but they left a one star because of having to wait for three and three or four hours that review went through while they were setting and waiting oh dang the it got to the gm within 15 minutes they came and personally apologized everybody came and took care of them explained why the process has taken long and then left the same (laughs) review edited to, to add on to it and made it a five star. That person's experience went from them walking out the door dissatisfied to happy yeah. because of a timely response. So 
if you're going to create avenues for people to contact you, which I think you absolutely should have somebody who's maining them at least during your business hours mm-hmm. all the time. And you should pay someone to do it. Yeah. My, uh, my next one might, uh, contradict what you just said, but I was, I was thinking, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking from a, like a different perspective than what you just said. Okay, so say them. so my, my last one is respond with patience. Your situation they needed a, they needed to respond with urgency because they were like yeah, they yeah. saw the review the person was still there, so they responded with urgency. My respond with patience is more when you get like a bad review um, that you don't think is a legitimate review or just like a bad comment any any bad comment online um, about your business. A lot of times people are super rash and they will just go straight into defensive mode and. They, the person that they're responding to is probably not the only person that's going to see it. So it's going to look, though they might feel like justified with their like rash response and and it might be like the, their response might actually be the truth. Other people are going to see their response and be yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's kind of a turn off that they like responded with that much yep. rashness and impatience. So I, I don't think, think it's, it's a contradiction at all. I think it's always good to like try to work it out. Be patient. I know it's, probably going to go against every fiber of your being, especially if it's somebody making up a review or just fibbing something about your business. I felt super old when I said fibbing. Oh, just fibbing. Just fibbing. Um, but I think I think patience uh, can go a long ways, and I think it'll enable you to have a conversation, hopefully yep. work things up, out. I don't think that's bad. I don't think that contradicts anything I said. And that's why I kind of like having... I think a lot of CEOs run their social presence because they want it to be their voice. But I really love it when you have another layer and not even just like an agency, even if it's an employee, someone that your receptionist, your office manager, who's unemotional to the response. Yeah. They're not the person that like is direct. If somebody leaves DesignWorks a review and says, I called, talked to Jared, and he was a jerk. I don't really think you're the person to respond. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody else needs it. Like who does that regularly say, Hey, we've received a response, um, and we are looking into it. You know, we'd like to provide you with um, a chance to come and punch air in the mouth. Um, shoot me an email. I also like it when people will put um, a contact in, in there. Um, like if it's on Facebook, say, "Hey, we're going to send you a direct message." Like they like show to everybody, "Hey, we're taking action. We're going to do this." Two people get too emotional with reviews. Yeah. Hey, you know what? That person may have came in your restaurant and ate all their food and left, and it was the best experience, and then left you a bad review. Just deal with it. Yeah. It's not worth you looking, you know, having to, you know, fight it. And I've seen people post pictures on reviews, like the business owners. Yeah. To prove that it's not true. And it's like, ah, it just looks petty. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not a real good look for people who aren't directly involved in the situation. Yeah. And I know there's like the one-off things or whatever. And we've had, um, be generic on this as much as I can, but like we've had somebody's, Ex spouse leave reviews. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know who you're talking about, but it, I've like heard of similar situations. And they leave, and it's just like chaos. Like it's just like it. When you read it, you're just like, this is ridiculous. Um, and sometimes you just have to like write those off. Like had nothing to do with work. Had to do with their divorce. It's like, hey, not the place. Yeah, not the place. Um, my last one, which kind of goes with all these, but this is the most tangible one I have. If you do not have outside of your website contact form and your phone number and email, you need to go right now and you need to get into Facebook, you get into the settings, 
you need to go into the settings and you go to messenger platform. You need to click on it and you need to look through all the options that Facebook freely gives you with like auto response, with how you can embed the Facebook messenger in your website, which is actually a great chatbot experience. And you need to set all of that up and then you need to assign somebody now to constantly monitor it. You can set it up at where at six o'clock at night, it immediately goes to an auto response. You can do all of that for free in Facebook. It's the most free thing. And a lot of people have Facebook. So, and it pulls Instagram in. Uh-huh. So if you get a, a direct message on Instagram, you can reply to it from in there, see it. So that is the most tangible thing you can do right now to provide better customer service. You can run ads to drive people to message you that way. You get their information. You can see their profile. Like it's a great sales tool as well. And a lot of people just don't use it because it's too much extra work for them. But you should find someone in your company. If you have anybody that answers the phones, that's the best person. They can answer 80% of the questions and then they can pass off the other 20. Facebook Messenger, man. I love it. I don't even love Facebook, if I'm being completely honest. It's grown a lot over the years, too. And they're trying to continue to, like, take it to a different level. And I know they're trying to implement, like, some of these bots, and you can actually connect bots to it from other sites and build your own. Yeah. It's very impressive. And the fact that you can, for free, embed it in your website and someone can chat with you is the best. There is, like, a free bot career. I forget the name of it. Um, But I'm sure if people just Google free Facebook Messenger bot or something like that, there's a free bot creator that can be super helpful for uh, depending on what industry you're in. You know, I think bought Um, it. And and it's super easy to set up the bots and then... I think HubSpot bought it. Did they? I think so. Yeah. But it's super easy to create a bot and then get it on your Facebook Messenger and just another way to let people find the answers a little bit quicker. Yeah. Just like take out some of the time. That's where I think you go back a few episodes and listen to the automation one. I think the automation is still a great tool. Um, but I think I, I was kind of interested in not talking to you about my list and just hearing your list. Because I think that most people, when you say online customer service, they immediately think of Messenger. Um, and they think of ways to like have hu- human interaction back and forth. But a lot of it is stuff that's preset. Yeah. Website content, how you post. I think that stuff's so important. Yeah. The most important. Like what's gonna what's gonna make your business, your your online presence for your business more convenient for your customers? Yep. Which takes a little more time to figure out. And it doesn't feel as natural as the sell. Mm-hmm. Like buy now. That's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Every once in a while I get on a website and I'll start digging around and it'll be like a mobile version of a site and it's hard to find stuff and I'll leave. We have not gone to eat places because I could not find a menu. Seriously. I'm and that's not, probably not, not for great. I've sure been in that same boat. And so, I mean, that's one of the things we're trying to do is get all these menus actually natively in Google. So you can just Google and find it. Subway is super dangerous for me because you can just or, like, order like your past sandwich with like one click. And, and they got a drive-thru. You can just go pick it up. Dude. So it's dangerous for me. It's not great. I got it off for a little bit. Now I'm kind of back on it. But it's just so it's just so easy, yeah, and so convenient. And you get and you get reward points. One click, drive through, done. Yep, kind of nice. And like every, it's <clears throat> like about every five sandwiches, I get two dollars off a sandwich with the rewards points. Just super convenient. So basically, to save money, you need to eat more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to go through twenty sandwiches a week. I've been getting back on my homemade sandwich game though. Have you? Dude, I've been panini it up. <laughs> 
much. Got your mind, bro. You found any new panini recipes I'm that you want to share? I'm, I'm uh, currently working on a book. Oh, are you? A little, yeah. a little panini cookbook? Panini cookbook, yep. It's going to be big. Yeah? I've got over 276 recipes waiting. Is it just going to be a digital copy or are you going to... Going to print it too. Oh, first off, got to print it. Because you know why? Better customer service. Is it going to be like you pressing a panini in the kitchen, like a picture of you pressing a panini in the kitchen as a cover? Oh, there's no words. Oh, there's no words. Not it's a just single word. It's a picture book. It's a picture book, and it nice. goes through every step of me making each panini. Man, it's a big deal. Yeah, 276 recipes. I'm trying to get to 480. Um, so I'm getting close. I got a couple other things I'm going to kind of work on tonight. Hmm. All, all paninis for all ages. That's a lot of different paninis. It's a lot of different paninis, but they're out there. And I'm thinking just kind of what I've kind of learned, I'm thinking there's about 382,000. 382,000 variations different paninis. that I think okay. that you could probably. Are they all do. good? No. Or some like you're throwing dog food and then pressing it. No, no, no. They're all edible, but not great. Okay. You know, one of my favorite ones, I'll kind of give you a little sneak peek, is the leftover panini. Mm-hmm. And just basically, you just get I, things out of your fridge and I you love, just make a panini. I love leftovers and I love casserole. So it sounds like those are kind of mixed and then you just press it into a panini. I made one with mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese, bacon bits, lettuce and cheese. <laughs> Do you have a name for this one? And then ham. And it was, yeah, I called it Thanksgiving, bro. <laughs> I called it Thanksgiving. Uh, it was the best. Man. Yeah, dude. It was. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that in, in 2030. <laughs> I get down to. Is it going to take that long to to create it, or is it going to take that long to find the rest of the panini recipes? Oh no, I'll have those done by Friday. Okay, <laughs> for sure. I'm locked in right now, man. Uh, it's funny. I'm eating healthier, um, but I'm start also eating a lot more bread, yeah, a lot more carbs. But Let's, yeah, man, that Thanksgiving's a whew. you got you got to eat a lot of carbs to because you got to test out all your paninis. Yeah. So also don't want to get lightheaded. Yeah. You know. It's, it. it's a marathon. You get you get in the kitchen, it gets warm, you know, and you got six or seven panini presses going at once. That's, and you're trying to keep a kid from burning themselves. Like, it's tough. Sometimes you got to carb load before you start yep. pressing your paninis. Yep. Make sure you have the energy to press all your paninis that you have going at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough. Sometimes you have to eat a stack of paninis before you even make the paninis. You do. You definitely do. And, and, and to be honest, in the month of July, our electricity bill was $3,000 from the amount of paninis I made. You know, and it's an investment. It's an investment in my future and our kids' future. And so... Um, that sounds like a great investment. Yeah, it's, you know, it's tough. You know, I've tried a lot of things. You, should you just use a panini press? Should you use a George Foreman? Do those work the same? Should you heat up two skillets and then just put the yeah, it's panini a great idea. in between it? You know, is there... It, how Like using the toaster before you even use the panini is a oh. whole new thing. Oh. So, I mean, there's a lot of things like what, what can you microwave? What should you microwave? Maybe a little oven toasted before you throw it in. It's a science. Some paninis are actually better cold. You ever thought about that? No. Yep. Whole so, different game. So you got to press them, then put them in the fridge and then yep. eat them the next day? No, not the next day. You just freezer them for a couple minutes. Okay. And then just perfect. How, how well do, if you were to make like bulk paninis, how yep. well do they reheat? Um... Uh, on a panini press, you just, great. You just repress it. You just repress it. Mm. Yep. A lot, it's an, a lot of people get that misconception. They try to put it in the microwave and mess it up. And it just gets soggy. You got to repress it. Okay. And if you if you've used the panini press first and then put it in the fridge, you have to use the panini press again. Don't try to use anything else. Can Don't I put make it on a, the stove or anything. Can I make a recommendation that I want you to try out? Sure. And I want to taste it. Sure. Will you make, will you make me a meatloaf panini. 
Um, absolutely. Okay, thank you. I already have immediately immediately had an idea. Okay. You, you can even throw some mashed potatoes in with that, too. Oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Like mashed potatoes, meatloaf. I got it. It's yeah. going to be a meatloaf panini slider is what it's going to oh, be for you. Yeah, I'm okay. going to make sliders for you. Okay. Pretty excited about that. Okay. You know what else is a great bread for a panini is those Hawaiian rolls. Oh, yeah. Problem. Legitimate problem. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you. They don't call me the panini king for nothing. Do they the call panini you? prince is what they call me. Do they yeah. call you that? They do call me that, yeah. Who calls you that? The panini community? Yep, yep. I got a forum. Um, if you go to paninicommunity.com. D- is, is there two dots in there? You say dot, dot com? Well, so no, no. It's panini spelled out community, D-O-T, uh, and then dot com. Panini, <laughs> panini community dot, dot com. Yep, yep. Double dots, man. This sounds, I'm not going to lie. This sounds super real. And it doesn't sound like you just made this up. Because I didn't. The Panini Prince. The Panini Prince. It's a side hustle, man. You know? And I did and the thing is I didn't choose it. Yeah. It kind of chose me. Yeah. The Panini shows you, man. Every day for about three or four years of Katie and I's marriage, I would open up the cupboard and I would look in there and there'd be that boxed up Panini Press. And I, I would always tell Katie, what a waste of money. Who bought this for us? That was selfish. Because we're never going to use this. And then one day I couldn't I couldn't find the George Foreman because I'd taken it somewhere, probably to tailgate or something and so i was like oh, i guess i'll just make me a grilled cheese and then i realized like oh no i could do something better than a grilled cheese and my life was changed forever mm. the panini prince was born panini prince was born yep i'm a legend man and i don't like to brag about it but yeah on the panini community dot dot com it's never gotten anything lower than a five-star rating <laughs> yep well, i'm proud of you thanks man i'm it's honest it's a little bit Humbling to say it out loud. Keep pressing forward. Yep, I'll, I will. Get it. Well played. Yep. Well played. The common that's a common joke in our group. Do, do you have a already fitting in? Do you have a tagline for yourself? <clears throat> I mean, I'm the Panini Prince. I just oh, sign everything that way. You don't have like a pressing it till it pops. It pops. No, nope, you know, I don't you have know, that. But that might be a good tagline. You don't have like a. That's another way you know that when a sandwich is done, it pops when it starts leaking. <laughs> it starts leaking. That's when you're like, oh. We got ourselves. Or that just might mean you overstuffed it. Nope. First off, don't question the method. I think I think I think you overstuffed it. Nope. First of all, you can't overstuff it. Or put too much oil on it or something. No. No, 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 no. I think I think there was something wrong with the process of making the panini. Nope. If it starts leaking. Nope. Everybody does the same process. I got my own. Okay. And it works. Yours sounds like it's just sloppy. It well, it's, if it's, it's leaking. If it's if you're worried about that, then you're going to miss out on some great opportunities for some good paninis. Okay, I have no idea how we start talking about paninis. I don't either. I'm trying to think of different recipes you should try, though. You have like healthy paninis. Um, yeah, for sure. Yep, kale. Got a kale panini that I've been working on. <laughs> Just straight kale. No, no, there's other things on it too. Ranch, <laughs> bacon. <laughs> you know. But there's is, there's healthy options on the panini. Oh, you mean a whole panini that's healthy? Yeah, um, couple, couple <laughs> of things I'm working on. I, I made some sweet potato bread that I've been using. So mm. I will say one of the greatest things I've eaten in a while. I forget the name of it. Thank you. But no, no, no. I'm not talking about cheers. Thank- but this could be an inspiration for okay. you. I think it was called the. Oh shoot, what was it called? Little Caesars has it. It's called like the. Here we go. Pizza Eni. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, I know you're talking about. Have you seen those? You know, dude. You told me about it. I got one at a gas station, and 
I wasn't even that hungry, but it was a breakfast one. And it was one of the best things ever. Wait, is it art? Do you have to heat it up? No, it was like in one of those. Oh, in that hot the um, heat lamp yeah. places. Yeah. Pizza Nini. Is that it? I forget. But Little Caesars have them. I feel like I'm butchering this name. I don't think that's it. But they are phenomenal. So really? have, have you created like a pizza panini yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Usually just go with the traditional pepperoni. But every once in a while, I kind of mix it up. Different cheeses. Some marinara. It's a whole market that people are really missing out on. Yeah. Paninis are good. You can press anything. That's the thing that people don't... You can press literally anything. So, I think it's probably one of my, one of my biggest talents. So... And now I'm just kind of hungry for a, for a panini. I'll, I'll... You know what? I'll bring myself up to work soon and I'll just... I'll press you some stuff. Yeah, I can't find these little Caesar things. It might have just been that gas station that had them. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just get things and press it. I'll just get a full kolache and just press it. Make it better. Two kolache? Have you ever had a two kolache panini? Nope. Think about that. Just think about it. It's a great idea. A t- you say a two kolache? Yeah, you just get two kolaches. That's your bread. Uh, and then you just press it? No, no, no. You put something in between. Pizzini. <coughs> Pizzini. Little Caesars testing new Pizzini breakfast sandwich. They're not testing because you got let, it. Let me let me tell you, they passed the test. Good, they passed the test. Better than the Burger King Steakhouse burger. I don't know. Close. I don't. Same tier. So this, I would, I want to, I probably want to eat the, the Steakhouse burger for breakfast. This, I would eat for breakfast like every day. It's like pizza sauce and eggs, and I think I got a bacon one. It's all like I'm about it. It's yeah. It's it's basically like. Two pizza crust pressed together with like pizza sauce, eggs, bacon. But it's it's pretty phenomenal. Dude. So if you want to start trying to you use pizza hungry. as your the the bread for your paninis, might be a might be a good experiment. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to give you some tips. Nope. <laughs> you can visit paninicommunity.com if you want to submit. <laughs> My username is very easy to find. The pan- the panini prints. Yeah, you just take the V out. It's just panini, panini prints. prints. Yeah, but panini underscore. Do you do you, uh, do you like prints. curl up your mustache when you're pressing paninis? No, no, no. Well, sometimes the heat will do it. No, you got seven of those things going, dude. What what music are you listening to when you're pressing paninis? Uh, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> yep. Uh, I get the blood flowing. Just anger pressing paninis. Oh yeah, and and the thing I think people don't realize when it comes to the food hears the music. Does it? And so really what the what panini you're making should determine the music you're listening to. Okay. You know, if it's a date night and it's just, you know, you and your wife and you're trying to, you know, press the perfect panini for, then probably some Marvin Gaye. That would probably be a good thing to maybe get the juices flowing, you know, make it a savory sandwich. Um, but if it's just you at home, you know, getting ready to watch the fights or something, you don't want some Avenged Sevenfold, you know, <laughs> and you just press. <laughs> And you know what? You lose yourself in it. It's like mowing the yard. You lose yourself in pressing, and it's very fun. Do you wear a headband or not? Um, no, nah, not usually. Not usually. Um, it, it's there's a wide range. Okay. You know, sometimes I might be in my work clothes. Uh, a couple times I've been almost naked. <laughs> <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. I mean, we just spent <laughs> what, twenty what, minutes. I just want to know. I just want to know what happened in that. <laughs> 
I just don't know what happened in the situation where you're almost <laughs> naked. Did you start off that way, or were you just so impressed with your panini making that you started stripping off your clothes? Here's the thing. As I'm walking through the threshold of the kitchen, I get an idea, usually. Maybe it's an old recipe, maybe it's a new recipe. And as I'm doing that, you start to fill it out. What's the music going to be? What's the clothing choice? And just sometimes... Um, you come in there and you got, you know, a beanie on some tight jeans and some vans and you're just kind of in that mode and you're like, you know what, I'm going to get really kind of emo with this thing. I'm going to make a great sandwich. And sometimes, you know, you're wearing a speedo and you, you just don't, you don't know and you don't question it. You just make the perfect sandwich and that's how it works. And you, you don't just, you don't just make a couple sandies and become the panini prince, you know? <clears throat> so, Yeah. That's and that's how we got there. That's a great, informative ten minutes of podcasting that we just did. And I, and I think I really think the important part to this, and the reason I kind of want I didn't want to brag about myself, you know, and the the accomplishments that I've already clearly have and am working towards. But what I wanted to point out is that the care that I take from the music choice to the lighting in the room to the clothing to the the fresh fresh leftover ingredients and all those kind of things. That's customer service. That's that's the care and the details is what provides a better customer experience uh, for the person who's going to eat the food and the person who's going to be a part of your business. Do you do you talk to your paninis while you're making them? Mm-hmm. Do you respond oh, for to sure. Them? I name them with patience or with name urgency. Them. You name them. I name them. Do you? Give I them put the, a name to them and a face. Do you give them the unique names? Oh yeah, yeah. Each one, kind of vibe out. Do you uh, make it easy for your paninis to find answers? Uh, no, because a panini is the product. I make it easier for the people who are going to eat the food to understand what they're eating and how it was made and how to get more of it. Are you present to offer support to your paninis? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I try, I'm doing, trying to do better. Yeah. I'm trying to bring a staff on to take care of that part so that I can really just focus on the pressing. I so. think I think you failed at one of these. Okay. And it's refrain from being pushy with cells. I think you're. I think you're pushing yourself. I could do better. I think you're, you're right. pushing yourselves a little bit too hard right now. You're selling yourself a little bit too hard right you're now. Right. I could do better at that. Um, but I bet you've piqued everybody's interest about your panini making. So it might have worked. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Just be looking out for uh, uh, the book. You might also need to go buy paninicommunity dot dot com right now. Well, can't buy it. It's already a thing and it's active. Um, a lot of people call it the Reddit of food. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really kind of a big thing. Growing community. Uh, we've got 62 members and, uh, this is kind of working out. It's going to pop up when I, uh, search it for it right now. I'd be careful. You also might have to have the secret login. We don't just, it's not like out on the web. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. Yeah. You gotta have the, you gotta have the login. You have to be the IPs have to be tagged so that when someone searches, they know it. But that's fine. I'll show it to you on my computer when we're done. Okay. Yep. Anything else for the peeps? I think that's it. I think we wrap this one. I up think you just covered perfectly. both of our words of wisdom and it all had to do with panini. So yeah, thank you for doing that. If you hey, if if you're listening to this one, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would take a few seconds, subscribe, give us some feedback. But if you're struggling with customer service or whatever, my only advice to you is press on. Don't give up. Just press forward and that is how you'll figure it out and we're out
I've been scribbling words on a cocktail napkin, scratching a lucky strike ad madmen. My rapping is sorta old fashioned, window shopping, hip hop and mannequin. Roger to his Don Draper, we make songs, elevator music, rock to the PM Dawn, copping a new John, mocking your crew song. I'm dope in the pocket, plus hot with a suit on. We madmen.